The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules in beautiful La Quinta, California, and I'm getting ready for the holiday season, and I'm so excited. Well, I've got a great show for you tonight, and it's about making money. I have Melissa Hughes of Live Rich and Spread Wealth, and she is a fabulous wealth coach. Melissa has a great personality and extremely knowledgeable about making money since she actually became a millionaire at the age of 31. And that is very impressive when most women at that age are really focusing on raising children. But she definitely had the drive and especially the huge desire to make it rich. So stay tuned for this. You're going to love, love, love this powerful woman as much as I do. Now, are you ready for the midterm election? Did you vote or did you simply forget to? This is one of the most highly anticipated midterm elections of all times. And I am seeing and hearing that many people are currently suffering. And when you don't have the funds to feed your family... But yet, look at the millionaires running the country. Well, it's very difficult not to be angry with the political elite. Now, let's be clear. The political elite told us that we will be grateful by not owning anything so we can live life more simply and that we will actually enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, right. What planet are they on? (laughs) Just by that statement alone means they don't have a clue as to who we, the people, are. Yes, they do think we're stupid, but we're not. Everyone listening to my show knows full well that we are the creators of our lives. And yes, some people try to control us. But being such brilliant manifestors as we are, we have the ability to change our environment from that which we don't want to something a lot better. Remember, it's our choice on how we choose to live, simply or not so simply. Looking back a bit, it took this major political mess to get our intention. It took COVID, it took lost wages, lost jobs, growing bills, and all this frustration and even anger to shift us from accepting the situation to now forcing us to create something much better for us all. In reality, do we really need elections? No, we just simply have to decide that this is not a situation that we want. And nobody can force that upon us. We have the mind to create the life that we want. At first, 
we got angry at our bosses, at our elected officials, our local, state, and federal government, as well as the organizations that we always believed stood for the U.S. Constitution, like the FBI, for example. And then we began to lose confidence in our medical industry, our schools, and finally, finally, the governments, especially when they tried to silence the brilliant medical community who were trying to inform the people as to what was really going on during COVID. We all had to get to the place where the anger that we all possess actually became the driving force to create something vastly different, hence the midterm elections. You see, anger is not bad. It's simply an action that drives change. In every situation that draws out anger, there is a valid reason behind it. Having said that, we need to stop ingesting the anger and every day find an acceptable way to dispense it. Long-term anger can rot the mind and dramatically influence future decisions. But it's now time to redirect this anger from ourselves into focusing on knowing that the government will once again make decisions based upon what is good for the people they govern, not those who happen to be in power. With our new good government, wealth will once again grow from the middle out and the bottom up and the wealth will no longer focus or be concentrated at the top. Also, with good government, the citizens who live in a place and who pay the taxes will supply the resources. And these people, these citizens, will be recognized as the basis for authority and their voices will be heard and acted upon. I'm saying citizens because we have a tried and proven process for people to be legitimate U.S. citizens. I have sponsored quite a few people to become U.S. citizens, and it's quite an honor for me. It's a process that takes a long period of time, but yet one that is definitely worth waiting for. To be sure, America has the opportunities that we want, but it's up to us to make sure our Constitution is relied upon in our courts, in our schools, in our voting. We the people really do know what is going on, and we need to stand together in unity. Please realize that these politicians work for you and I, we the people. And it's time to signal to them that a new beginning is at hand in which they are accountable to we, the people of the United States. And as it turns out, that includes the entire world. So let's take a fast break and we're going to be right back with Melissa Hughes of Live Rich and Spread the Wealth. This is a great show you're not going to want to miss. We'll be right back. You're listening to Law of Attraction Radio Network, enhancing the well-being of millions of listeners worldwide. 
LOARadioNetwork.com is heard through 25 different internet radio stations, as well as iTunes Radio, Stitcher.com, and our mobile apps. The Law of Attraction Radio Network, your trusted source of daily inspiration at LOARadioNetwork.com. Well, welcome, Melissa Hughes, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Thank you so much for being with me. Wonderful, Jules. It's an honor to be here. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I am thrilled you are because, well, you know, the the planet's going through something a little difficult, and we all need to readjust our thinking. And I think because you are all about living rich and spreading the wealth, that is our change of attitude that we have to grasp. And you are the perfect coach to help us do this. So welcome. I am thrilled. How do we get started on this uh, amazing topic? Well, you know what? I think I want to level set the listeners and let them know what Live Rich Spread Wealth is all about, because it's good to bring meaning to the conversation. And I will tell you that Live Rich Spread Wealth is all about accepting all of who you are, the quirky your experiences, your education, your gifts, and your talents, and really committing to contributing positively to humanity and then making room for the abundance that that provides. Because I believe that abundance is all of our birthrights. Yes, it is. It's just not for a few. It's for everybody. But it is available. It, it has to do with our attitude and the way we look at it, right? Absolutely. That's the start. Because if you don't believe it's possible or available to you, it will not come to you. So the first thing is to even believe and decide that, you know what, I, I, no matter what my circumstances are, I am, abundance is my birthright. I am worthy. I am worthy of the abundance that life has to offer, whether it be uh, relationships, family, business, career, I am worthy because I believe the universe will never make you a liar. So, so, it's better for us to, so it's better for us to get our good thinking so we can be able to receive from the very get-go. And that's, that's it. If we change our mind, we are able to receive the gifts of the universe. Yes. We're better able to recognize them because we feel that we are worthy, right? Absolutely. And, you know, I believe that worthy is something that means that there's a blank slate. There's no, there's no limit on what that looks like. So I am so excited to no longer, I used to think I knew what that all meant. (laughs) Oh, that was so funny of me to believe that. And what I found is I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. So I say, look, I am worthy of abundance. I'm worthy of living rich and spreading wealth. And this is what I've inspired over 10 million people. That's my goal to inspire over 10 million people to receive this uh, inspiration and insight and to be able to receive what that looks like. You know, love, we might experience love different than what we're worthy of. So if we don't know what we don't know, be open to feeling at peace, you know, at warm, be open to feeling respected and honored when it comes to relationships. It doesn't matter what the past looks like. Be open to a brighter future and know that you deserve to feel safe, warm, and 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 um and honored in all things that you do. 
I love that. I love that. And I agree with you. But the still the problem still is the mindset. It is that it is. we have been accustomed to uh, even going through school. We've been yes. programmed to getting disappointed when we get a low grade. Right. Absolutely. You know, society has done a good job, <laughs> a very, very, very good job of, you know, telling, showing us to just conform, you know, to dismiss our uniqueness, to oh, make yeah. it wrong, to have a different point of view, um, to make it wrong, to follow your heart, to make it wrong, to listen to the small voice, that intuition that we're all born with. Uh, society does a really good job of, well, you know, the, the loud voices get the attention. And sometimes the loud voices are not the voices or messages that honors our heart, honors our soul, and honors our being. And, um, and we have to, and sometimes that's why I love to be able to have this opportunity, Joel, because I want to just remind people that they're more than enough and that they're worthy. And that small voice has something really important and endearing to say, and they need to start thinking about trusting themselves in their own life journey. Okay, so that is so good. It's great information, but tell us how to do it. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, that small voice is pretty serious. This, this Everybody has it, and I believe that um, it never goes That's the good thing. The challenge is, though, we all hear it, but we hear it when we are like, down in the dumps. Yes, that's it. <laughs> and we've fallen so low that even the loud voices can't get to us. We're so down in the dumps that all we can hear now finally is that small voice. And my and and so my uh request and what I found is, you know, it's really good to strengthen that muscle of trusting yourself. You know, something can look great when it comes to like the resume, the the person could look like the perfect person. And that small voice says, I'm not sure about that. Or that job or that boss looks all the money is up, up, appealing. It says all the right things. But then there's that nudge in your heart or that just says, no, nah, this is not a good thing. And then there's sometimes the opportunity that nobody thinks you should take advantage of. Like, right. no, why are you doing that? I remember when I was in corporate America and I would decide to go out on my own. Well, my family's originally from Jamaica. They came here with the American dream and included working for someone, getting a really good job. And I did that. But then I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like if I made a difference here, I can make a difference in my own business. And I decided at that time to open a boutique day spa. And oh, I, my, my, my family was not my tribe. Why are you going to leave that good old job, the six-figure <laughs> job? Why would you do that? You know, that makes no sense. But I felt like, you know, I was called to, to test the waters outside of the realm of corporate America not to make it wrong, but that's what I was led to do. And that's how I became a millionaire by 31. That would have never happened if I had listened to the loud, well-intentioned voices. It would have never happened if I didn't trust myself to follow what I knew. And I felt that burning fire in the pit of my stomach to follow that journey. I, I'm so glad you said that. Okay, now let's go with your complete story. Because what did you do to create? And I know there had to have been a lot of barriers and everything, but you overcame them. And most people are not programmed to overcome them. 
you know, I don't think anyone really, uh, I think we all are programmed, but we don't always know what we got until we do it. Yes. And it's our intuition that we're not believing or we're believing too much. How do we know intuition is right or wrong? Well, first of all, what I love is that intuition doesn't care if you know it's right or wrong or not. How <laughs> like, <laughs> true that is. Like, intuition is like, I'm going to tell you this, you know, and it's, it's not going to argue with the big voice. It's not going to argue with me. It just, it just says what it says. And it's the truth. And when it comes to intuition, it's when it, when it comes to the truth that's aligned with intuition, it never goes away. Mm. It will transcend time and space. So if this thing told you way back when that, you know what, that photography or your singing, or you have a way of speaking that that's, you need to follow that, follow that. That's your key. And you start talking to other people and then they discount you. They undermine you. They don't think it's worthy or all that conversation that they can have. Um, you know, that thing doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. Like 50 years later, it'll say the same exact thing. So intuition is consistent. It shows up a little differently for each person. Some people they'll see it in, you know, in a, in a, in a sign or a voice or, um, you know, or people will keep on saying the same thing over time and they don't even know each other. It's like, it, it has confirmation when you're in your journey. And so, you know, it, it's, it's nebulous in that it's a unique thing, but it is consistent in that it's for everybody. And it's the thing that does not fight the loud noise because it doesn't have to. It's a, it's a small voice because it knows what it knows. Wow. Yeah, that's so true. Well, let's go back to, to you. You came from Jamaica. My family. I was the first generation born in the United States. Oh, oh, how fun. Okay. So, so then you went to school here. How was the school? How was the school here? For well, you. You know, yes. Well, you know what? I believe that. Well, I came here and it was out of, I was born here. My, my family came here, American dream. They were married, got here. I think my daddy lost his mind. He became an international player. <laughs> so, so my mom ended up raising three of us uh, by herself. So wow. she was a single mother and I'm her oldest. And so I remember, you know, her sending us, her sending uh, me to, to the store and I had a list and I had money. And I'm already going to say, I was never really great at math, but what I did know is that sometimes there was more lists than money. And, you know, initially I was so embarrassed. I, it was the most to be in line and for them to give you the total and for you to not have the money to cover everything. As a young person, I was left to have to figure out what am I keeping? What am I leaving? And there's people behind me waiting to buy stuff as well. I was so embarrassed, but then I saw my yeah. mother when I went back and I had to see the truth of the matter was she was doing the best that she could. Mm. She was working. She had a job. She had three girls. She was left holding the bag. You know, she was just doing the best thing that she could. And so I realized now I should have been praying for dolls, but what I was doing is I was praying to God and I said, God, use me as a vessel to bring abundance to my family and anyone you send my way. And that sent me on a path. Um, I would hear my mom, she, with her with her having her, her, uh, her job, she would think of additional ways to make money. So she had all these great entrepreneurial you know, ideas. I'd be so excited. And then after a pattern of things, they didn't work out. So it was a yes. roller coaster, right? And so I said, oh my gosh, but I was too young to do anything. I said, if I was older, I 
just, I would help her. I would help her create these ideas and make them, you know, real, make them substantial and that she can really make money that way. And that's really what drove me to corporate America. I wanted to know how do you take an idea and how do you monetize it? How do you create it into a formidable business? What does that look like to have a vision and make it real? And so I did that. I did that. I had a very successful corporate America life. Uh, when I went into corporate America as a young buck, I, um, I was really young. I became a director like a 20 something. And it was interesting because some of the people that I work with were, were older. They had kids that were um, close to my age and they would say, oh, you know, I would, uh, they're like, I was so reckless in my 20s. I couldn't do any of these things. And I'm here 20 years old. So I'm like quiet. I'm wearing, I would wear these artificial glasses, dockers. I try to make myself blend in because I did not, <laughs> I, I knew I couldn't join those conversations. So all I could do is work my work to the best of my ability. At such a young age, I also wasn't connecting with people at work. I was told that I have to work 10 times harder in order to get credit for things, in order to be acknowledged for things. And so when I went into corporate America, that was a mindset that I came there with. I see. Um, it, it did help me to be uh, successful. However, it wasn't an easy road. I, I don't know if anyone's ever had this experience. I would try my best, try my best. I would literally be whipping myself in my mind. And if someone said, oh, well, you know, you could have changed this slide to that slide, or here's a little advice for a presentation. I would, I would really react. I would have a hypersensitivity around that because I felt like, oh, I'm find out, I'm found out. Like, you know, they, they found me out. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. So my reaction wasn't always like really appropriate because of what I was telling. I was so hard on myself. I didn't have room for uh, constructive criticism. And I, if, if anyone's in corporate and, and has that same experience, I would say, look, you're more than enough. Do the best that you can and know that time is very valuable. That's all you have. So make the best of it. I got to tell you, that is a common thing that really nobody talks about it because they're afraid to yes. show their vulnerability. Yes. So it's like, that is common. It was common for me when all of the years that I was working, it's like, oh my goodness, I, I don't yes. want them to really know. So I've got to put on different airs. Well, that didn't make me any more successful not fulfilling right oh. and not fulfilling at all it's it's, it's so draining it's so draining so is act and that's the problem with working in today's society it is a drain upon your yes. psyche unless you're self-employed yes. and you have total control over what you're yes. doing but i gotta tell you it's not easy it's not, it's not easy, easy at all. It's not easy at all. And, and it's unfortunate. I, you know, I'm not anti-corporate. I am, I am more pro being in alignment with the corporation that you're with. There you Making go. sure that you share the same values that they actually, you're in an environment that actually sees you and hears you and, and really acknowledges the contributions that you're making. And if they're not, I learned to say it's my future ex-boyfriend. <laughs> If I was ever in a situation where I was hired later on, I was still young, but I figured it out a little early. And if I was like, oh my gosh, these people are really getting on my nerves. They're not really, you know, allowing me to really contribute in the way that I see that I can, then I would, they would be on a timeline. <laughs> it's just, you're my future ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. That is so great. <laughs> so, so at what age did you start realizing that, okay, you've got something different 
you've got the mental attitude that take because that takes a while to develop it does Joel I it's such a great question but I believe that life has a way of first of all you evolve so yes. when I had this shift in my mental attitude that's a certain time and point and then later on based on being uh, more mature more responsible there's another there are shifts throughout life I mean, I could say there was a shift when I was in, in working for Microsoft. I said, you know, if I can do this, I can do this for myself. That was a shift. I started on my own. When I was on my own, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so alone. You know, success meant being alone. There were some mindset issues that I had. So I wasn't able to really absorb it. Being a millionaire by 31, I wasn't comfortable because I'd never experienced it before. And I didn't know if I could trust anyone around me. I was by myself. Then later on, fast forward, you know, um, I was, I got married second time. And then I actually met a man that was actually pretty awesome, but I had to have a shift when we had a child. I was like, wait a minute, this child is not, I don't have to do it by myself. There's actually someone here with me. I had to shift and understand that, oh, this is what partnership looks like. I don't have to carry everything all the time. You know what I mean? So I, there are monumental shifts in the little girl. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is about legacy. It's bigger than me yet again. You know what I mean? So I believe that the evolution and the journey that we take to be more aligned with our higher self is a process. And we have to look back and thank ourselves for the incremental wins because we it leaves uh, uh, breadcrumbs. We realize that there was something about the journey from the very beginning, but life has a way of introducing opportunities for us to really understand how strong we are, what love really looks like, and how expansive we're capable of being. Wow, that's great. That's really wonderful. But again, I want to go back. What did you do to become a millionaire at 31? I mean, that's a feat. Yes. And now and and put that in regards to work in America. Well, around the world, the whole world is going, they've got issues with the recession, with yes. all of these things. There's stuff that we can't ignore. It's happening. It's happening. Yes. So if you became a millionaire at 31, it sounds like Elon Musk, <laughs> you know, it's like, what, what did you do that other people are not doing? What, how did you have to discipline yourself? Okay, I can totally tell you that. Because um, when I when I started, well, I was in corporate, the last at that point in time, I was, when I was hired for Microsoft, it wasn't on the list, it wasn't on the bucket list, I wasn't trying to manifest it, it just actually happened to be there. And I was like, wait a minute, they're hiring me? Well, if I can do this, I can do anything. So when I was no longer when I was, when I was thinking about doing my own business, I will tell you, quite frankly, I was moving into a development that they said they were gonna have a spa, a boutique, uh, a boutique spa. And when I got there, they weren't. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the person to do it. I want to have a spa. I wanted to have a membership for the women when the guys are doing all the sporting games. I want to have my have women to come here and we'll do the parallel, the game, but we'll have pamper ourselves. And I'd have those kind of events and things of that nature. And so, um, you know, as I decided on that and I actually put the money down for the property, um, I went to a, I went to the church because um, I was I was in Alabama. My family's in Georgia. 
So this is the time that I got to see them. And while I was in church, they had this missionary stuff, right? And at that time, I was like, God, I want to go in business with you. I'm going to contribute significantly to these missionaries because I think that they're doing some great stuff. And I also want to work with you. And when I when I did that, and I got back, back to my home in Alabama. Uh, that following Monday, I was fired <laughs> from Microsoft. <laughs> so it's really interesting. So even you have these desires and your intentions, there is a path and the path doesn't always look like what you think it's going to look like. Yeah. Anyway, I started off, I, I did, I, I, you know, I, I got the buildings and I also wanted to get the loans for the business and things of that nature. Um, that was a whole journey in itself, but it handled, I handled it. And, you know, I really wanted to just stay in service to the community. I wanted to give the best services. I, I had a membership that was unique. Um, it really did resonate. I will tell you, even before I became a millionaire in the spa, there was one particular Thursday where I didn't think I'd be able to meet payroll. And I, I was just sick to my stomach because I could not, I can phantom looking at people that had already did the job. They have their families, they have their respective households. And, um, and I, my mother, she called me out of the blue. I know it's not out of the blue because I literally felt like I, I would rather die than to face those people. Oh, yeah. clearly she felt like there was this problem so she calls her grandmother my grandma her mother my grandmother in Jamaica these ladies prayed for me that night Aww. they prayed for me all night and and then I made it through the night I was walking towards the spawn there was a gentleman there waiting to pay for a membership for his wife that offset what I was lacking in the payroll and also allowed me to get supplies that was actually the pivotal time where I realized you know, before then I was that type A person, like I can do it. I can do, 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 do. If I had a problem, I'll do it. I'll go harder, you know, but in that moment, I realized it was, it's a spiritual element to this. Yes. It's bigger than me. And, um, and that allowed me to keep the spa, you know, get the business, work hard. I didn't even give any services. I owned the spa, but I hired people to do the services. And then I, and I remember when I was, uh, and when I first opened, I couldn't afford to get all the washer and dryers because I, I paid for everything else. I would bring all those towels to my house and I would wash them all night. But you know what? I was feeling good because this was a direct result of my actions. Mm. I, I was tired, but I was like, whatever I do, it's my efforts that's going to make this or break this. I'm, I'm moving forward. Um, I, I was able to just basically build the business up until I had, I had been able to be, become a millionaire between the business, the revenue, the real estate, all the things that I've done. Now, I will say that I was a millionaire by 31 and I was alone. I was lonely. It wasn't, the money was there, but I wasn't fulfilled because uh, I was an African-American woman in a very predominantly 90, $90,000 of the average income in the area. And I, and some people had a problem with the fact that I was an owner and the people that continued to go there, they kind of made it seem like, like, I, okay, my, I must be the worker or the helper there. <laughs> you know, like they just had to figure it out in their brains so that, cause it's the, the services were great, but I, I actually felt that, oh my gosh, well, I proved that I can do this. I proved I can be away from corporate and I had the skills to do this. And then I just kind of was like, I lost, uh, I lost the passion because of some of the interactions that I was getting and the, some of the feedback there. So because my heart was kind of broken from that, I ended up being bankrupt soon. Like I made the million dollars, but after a few years, I actually lost the million dollars. It wasn't the inability to make it. It was the passion that was no longer there in making it. Right. And I'm restored. Fortunately, life turns out great. And that's great. Um, did it once. I did it again. Things of that nature. But I will say that the reason I'm sharing this is because 
although we can strive to have that monetary reward, the journey is way more important. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so much more important. And even for those that are in business or someone that goes all the way out and follows their dream and it might not end up the way that they think it is, it doesn't define you. It's It's a part of the path. It's a part of the journey. I will say as a result of that happening in my life, I am the best coach, the most empathic person. I have been through it all. So then when my, I served all the giants, that's why I said, I served the giants, people that are educated, multi-talented, because I know what the journey looks like. And there's nothing you can roll by me that I haven't heard, seen, or felt before. And that allowed me to have such a huge capacity. I've had a lot of wins, but I also have had a loss. That was a significant loss in my mind. It was such a loss that um, I really didn't even tell people that I was a millionaire by 31. I felt defeated. I I said it um, offhandly to one of my colleagues and they said, what are you talking about? It was because they heard what I said. They were a giant. They were able to see and allow me to see, put it in perspective that, you know what, that was a win. Most people never even accomplished that. And so you need to let people know what's possible and let them know that the journey, while it is not um, all brownies and cupcakes and candles, it's worth it. That allows us to have a richer experience of life, except all the things, the good, the bad, the ugly, because that serves you in a way that you can serve at such a more deep and wide perspective when it comes to why you're here. It's always been bigger than you. So sometimes the tragedy is the transformation. Yeah, exactly. Letdowns are actually the buildups because of what's really in your destiny in the future to serve. I agree with you 100% because the failures that you have that I've had, and I've had a 16 year career doing law of attraction radio network. It, the failures are what keeps you actually reaching yes and and not plateauing yes so after 16 years i had to keep on reaching and going higher and higher and higher and i've had failures on the way yes uh, it's it's okay but it's really okay it 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 really does increase your competence if you can't fail then then you need to start over completely. Right. And because... it's part of the life experience. Like this yeah. experience is all a blessing. Yeah. Uh, it allows you to really understand the significance of breath. Yeah. Opportunity that we still have on opportunity. If we fall down, we're still breathing. We can get back up. If we're still breathing, we can figure it out. If we're still breathing, we're not here just to be right here. We can go further. And it's to keep it in context. I believe failure is actually, you know, once I feel that way, I was fearless. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, it allows you, hey, I'm made with some grit here. I have resilience. And so every time, you know, I end up being more of a trailblazer because I was used to going through the forest and getting the thorns and getting the cuts and the scrapes. After a while, I can get a, a much more thicker bush, a much more thicker forest, because I already have built up the rel- uh, the resilience to navigate uncharted waters. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be here as a founder today. I wouldn't be able to provide that blueprint. I wouldn't be able to serve in the way that I do now. And for that, I won't say I do it all again, but I'm thankful that it happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that you got through it. The yeah. whole the whole thing is you said, and I, I really love this, the spiritual pers- principle of you are doing and creating with God. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And, and 
that is probably the most significant partner because you can let go and let God. God. Yeah. And so it's like the most disappointing times of all. And gosh, darn, I've had him with the network, the most disappointing times. But then if you just let go and let the universe just take over. Wow. It's so like, great things. Oh in- my gosh. Oh my and you know, it's not you, you know, I, and this is why I call God in terms of endearment boss of all bosses. Oh, I love that. And I tell you why, because I was thinking, you know, when I was working for a really good boss, I mean, the money's coming in, the customers are happy, you know, those bosses would say, Hey, what can I do to make your life easier? What do you need? What do you, they were really leaning in because their business was well, and the people were well that that's being served and it resulted in the, in the revenues in the company. And they would always figure like, what can we do? You know, how can we help you? Because I knew that if I was whole, I could keep on doing what I'm doing. And I'm like, well, if a good boss can do that, well, what God can do so much more limitless resources, limitless ability to be there with me at all times. You know, there's not going to be, I'm not going to fall all the way down. I actually have a safety net. God is with me at all times. And, you know, there are times where I will try to run in ahead of God. Oh, dear me, run ahead of God. You know, I'm thinking I'm competent and all that. And I am, but there's sometimes where you know, he'd be like, oh, poor child. Okay. Let her do that. Let her <laughs> fall down. She'll figure it eventually. And I, eventually I do. And I say, you know, God, I apologize. I apologize <laughs> because this is not my, my design. This is your design and we're co-creating together. And I will say that, look, if I have a problem these days and it's really toiling with me and it's really messing me up in my head and I'm not getting a solution. I said, you know what, God, I'm going to bed. I know the answer will be there in the morning and never, and it never fails. The answers come in the morning, but I had to surrender to make room for them to come. Ah, yeah. That's, that's the key right there. Surrendering. Yes. Just letting go, letting go. And the answer will come. And I've never heard that the answers will come in the morning, but now that I think about it, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it, it does, it's not limited to morning, you know, but, but it's like, I think it's with the surrendering is the most important thing, you know, cause we're so competent. I mean, after all these experiences, you kind of know a few things. And, and I remember reading a book and it says, if you know how to get there, you're not, you're not dreaming big enough. And that really smacked me in the side of the wow. head. You know, uh, wow. when I decided to, you know, answer this thing about being this founder, you know, the conversation with God was like, you know, you serve everybody I'll I'll, I'll send you your clients serve everyone. I'll send you your clients. And I've been really um, in alignment with that. And it's never failed me. And I'm I'm allowed to be consistent and stay in my compassionate form. And obviously I have to have healthy boundaries because I am a giver. (laughs) But but, but, And and the first thing is surround yourself with other givers. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. When you surround yourself with other givers, then you never run out. Let's just put it that way. Wow. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, so just really making sure that, you know, answer the call, you know, whatever that is, as far as your intuition, I consider your divine assignment. You're given these gifts for a reason at the end of the day, use them to make us positive impact with humanity. Um, I do support my clients and I teach them how to make six and seven figures by their impact, you know, not by getting rich quick. No, it's about as the more people that you impact with your gifts and your talents and your knowledge and your education, you have the ability to receive. 
as a direct result of that, you know, there's certain things that you have to do to make sure that there's healthy boundaries and it's price appropriate and all that, but you can be yourself, you can be the giver and really move forward in the world with a level of excellence and you can make room for the abundance that that provides. Wow. I love that. I love that. So you're saying everybody has this capability. Everybody has this capability, but why don't they do it? Well, I believe that, you know, they don't do because life has a really interesting way of charting our experiences. So I do want to give acknowledgement to folks that, you know, as a child, there might've been a predator. As a child, there might've been something that caused them to just go in survival mode and, and split themselves to be able to just deal with what life was dealing with them at the, at the time. There are, there is a lot of tragedy in the, in yeah, the, in the yeah. world of innocence. And, um, and there's some folks that, you know, go through it. They're, they're the biggest giants because they navigated, they figured it out. Um, and then some that don't, there's some that don't. And I, and I, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it just is how life works. Sometimes I can't say that if I was not, um, I know that my grandmother was the first, the most spiritual person I ever met. Um, I can't say that I would be who I am if I didn't have that influence. If I didn't see those things, my grandfather was the first entrepreneur I ever met. If I didn't see those models, I cannot say where I would end up. If I didn't see and have proof that within my own family tree, there were people that were doctors and entrepreneurs and things like that. I can't say that I would be here right now. I just cannot. So while we all have the capability, you know, our environment, the messaging, it's pretty powerful regardless of what way the message or the environment is. It's pretty powerful either way. So it is really important to, and that's why I'm so impassioned to share that there is, that you are worthy enough, you're more than enough to to make it regardless of the circumstance, that your past does not determine your future, that you have it in you. Um, But you also, when you don't have anyone around, you do have to trust yourself to navigate through the storms. There is a bright light at the end of the tunnel. Right. But for those who do not want to just want to get by and go home, be with the kids and, and just do a regular day job. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. That's the beautiful thing about life. You get to choose powerfully. Yeah. yeah. Choose powerfully. That's one of the gifts that we have as a, that we have as humans, we get to choose powerfully as to what we want to do, how we want to it. The only thing is, what I love is when you say, you know what, this is what I want. I want to be with the family. I'm okay with this job. It covers the our bills. We are happy. Love is in our home. And that's really what I want. And that's what I treasure. And I'm good. That's yes. wonderful because they're choosing powerfully. That's it. They're choosing for themselves. Yes. And it's not being pushed on them. They're actually making that choice. Yes. So it's a choice if yeah. you want to go and, and become wealthy, it is a choice yeah. that yes. is given to us. And there's nothing that can stop us except if we don't want it. Right. So or we basically, yeah. So basically this is the law of attraction. Yes. If you have that strong desire to be wealthy um, and not be underneath someone, then you will succeed if you have the drive. 
but and that's, that's yes. and yes 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 and you can teach yourself along the way but that is part of life that's yes that's what makes you special but yes. if you don't choose that you just want to have a family life and that's good too but that's key, amazing that's wealthy too yeah. to have a wealthy life a home full of love is 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 priceless yeah to have harmony peace respect to have children that know that they're loved that is wealthy you can't buy that you cannot buy that (laughs) rich people cannot buy that and and that's what's really amazing a lot of rich people that i know are not happy are not fulfilled and it's like well okay right what you well, worked that, so hard for them, you know, they also got the messaging. They had the messaging as well. They, someone told them along the way that money was the answer. Yeah. And that if you get the money, you can get everything else, but then you get the money and you realize, you know what? I can't buy that really amazing woman because if I haven't, if I haven't worked on myself to be an amazing man or amazing spouse, it's hard to get the, the frequency. What frequency are you existing in? Yeah. How, what are you attracting in your life? Money is like energy too, but there's more to life than that. And when you work on the money, make sure you're also working on the family. Make sure that when you're serving the world and you're out there monetizing, that you're honoring the people that are making it uh, making it uh, available for you to do that when you do have a family. Go back and honor your spouse, pour into them. Know that they're part of the engine that may, allows you to do what you're doing. So there's a way to monetize, but there's also, it's not monetize and discard. It's not either or. It can actually both be both and. And that's the richness that I really do take a stand for. Oh, it's beautiful. You know, it, it's just so necessary for us to understand the, these principles that you're talking about right now, because there is so much uncertainty. And it really yes. doesn't, it does have to do with the politics and everything like that. But we're stronger than the politics. And I don't think yes, people n- understand that we are yeah. still the creators of our lives, regardless yes. of what the politics are. It doesn't matter. We can still do that. Absolutely, we can. And, you know, but you have to know that. You have to know that and you have to be in conversation with others that share the value that you have because you are a part of the conversation that you're in. If you're not in a conversation that's steep with uh, positivity, with affirmations, with honoring humanity, uh, then that will impact how you show up in life. If you're in a conversation that's negative, that's the, you know, full of fear, um, if you're on that frequency, that will impact you. The strongest people can be impacted by that negative frequency of fear. That is how giants get, you know, in in a, you know, kind of the shackles on a giant. Have conversation, keep on programming them with fear and animosity and all those things. That will create a different experience as far as a human being. Wow. That is so true. Wow, you are powerful here. I could see where you can nurture a person into believing in themselves. And and I think that's what's lacking in today's world. We've just stopped believing in ourselves and our creative measures. And you are showing them Hey, wait a minute. You can do this. You can do this. And that's what's, you know what? That's what's needed right now. 
Yes, Jules, we are showing them, by the way. <laughs> I guess I am not showing them. We are showing them, Jules. We are showing them. And we're thankful for all the other people that are also showing us and reminding us as to what's possible. And I will say that this is not a perfect road. I mean, uh, there are sometimes life situations that even no matter how positive we are, how we're all into law of attraction, there are things that can impact us negatively and suppress our energy. And it's these kind of environments, Jules, it's this kind of conversation that you welcome every day that allows us to be reminded and recalibrated. It's there, but we have to do the work to stay in the conversation. And for that, I want to say I'm so thankful for you. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I just have the best time talking to people like you because look, I get the one-on-one -on -one <laughs> information before the rest of the world does. So I I'm like, Oh, this is good. This is good. <laughs> and you are clarifying things in just the few moments that we've been talking you've just cleared up a number of things for me that I've been going through. So you are extremely talented and you really are hitting the key points that I think most people are missing. And I could see where you would be a phenomenal coach. Thank you so much, Jules. Thank you. I appreciate you. It's an honor. It's actually, it's very humbling, you know, for any of us that go through a lot and then we have successes and we say, you know what, if I can do it, others can do it. But you're right, there is a mindset, there's a belief. And it requires, I know in my walk, to be as visible as possible, to be in the conversations, because I'm not here to give advice or, oh, you should, or you should do this and you should do that. I'm here to share as a result of my experience. I've been blessed and fortunate enough to be in corporate, to be in Fortune 50 companies. I've been blessed and fortunate enough to see talent, to be able to support talent, even in the, in the, in the construct of corporate. And then I've been blessed to be able to leave corporate and also create beautiful things that are globally accepted because I've learned the importance of having a humanity conversation mm. because we as humankind, we need each other. We need to stay connected and remind each other while it's amazing to have these differences, we're more alike than we think. Right. Oh, so, yeah. So that's the, I feel like it's a very humbling experience and I'm honored and I'm thankful every day. I'm filled of gratitude. And I say, God, thank you so much for me to be able to, to, to be able to answer the call of a young little lady that was praying not for the Barbie dolls, but was praying to be able to bring abundance to my family and anyone that came my way. Um, he answered my prayers and I'm so thankful. And I, and, and it's kind of like, you know, I, I say God's been rocking it with me from day one. He's a day oneer. I, I learned the term, you know, who was there all along? We call them the day oneers, you know, and God's been day one. So my beliefs are very much cemented in the abundance and the blessings that mm -hmm. it is to trust God, um, trust the universe, things of that nature, to understand that it's bigger than us always. It always has been. And when we use our experiences to benefit others, um, when we understand that our tragedy, it wasn't just for us, we made it through so we can tell someone else and someone else, so show others how to make it through, then that really makes our life very rich. Mm. You know, I, I really am thankful for that. That is beautifully said, beautifully said. And everybody can do it. Yes. But you have yes. to have that, that drive to, and the, the knowing that you're not alone. Yes. Uh, and that's probably the most important, you know, um, 
um, the law of attraction is not a religion, but it is a very spiritual practice. And spiritual oh, yeah. is the day-to-day -day living yes. and the day-to-day -day choice. Yes, it is. And it's, it's not about being so powerful that you can direct other people as much, but it's a spiritual experience within. And some may call this energy God. Some may call it just feeling good yes it doesn't yes. matter but you that's know. the beautiful thing about it being available to everyone you know yes um when i took well i went to bali before and i went to dubai and all that and these places have actually different religions and different practices but i will tell you i've never met more gratitude filled people that than i did in bali i did not really i have not i and 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 as far as being able to dream big no matter what the religion dubai has that on, that's pretty significant as to what dubai has been able to do and when i took some of my clients that are christian based you know a few of them were like i took them to teach them about the importance of leveraging intuition in your business and your life and i had one client she was a little concerned like what we're going to this country it's pretty far the unknown um but what i realized i'm like look if i had a cousin that was born way across the water somewhere, we're gonna describe the same thing differently. We're not gonna say the same, we're not gonna describe it the exact same way. We're gonna have our own experiences of what life looks like. And yes, I know my belief, but I also feel like it's important to make room for others that believe it's bigger than them as well. What they choose to call it, that's their business and that's their prerogative. I am not one to take that away from anyone because life isn't easy. <laughs> like what, what's working for you and how you were raised, I acknowledge that. But there are a lot of great people around the world that might not share the same belief system that I have, but they also have their own belief construct that allows them to be of service to humanity in a positive way. And I will always respect that person, that brethren, that sister to the left and to the right of me that do that. Oh, beautifully said. Beautifully. Oh my goodness. This is so fantastic. Um, it's just what I think the listeners needed to hear. I'm so glad you came on. Please tell them how to get a hold of you. Oh, yes, I am excited. Um, so we talked a little bit about my story. I actually have a movie, a documentary that's come out on the movement. And so liveritchspreadwealth.com, liveritchspreadwealth.com is where all of your listeners can go and get a free complimentary ticket to see the movie. There's nothing that gets in the way, your name and your email address or what have you, put that in there, you get access to it right away. If you want inspiration, if you want to learn how to be unapologetic, I'd say go there. My social media handles are I am Melissa Hughes. So I am Melissa Hughes. And you can always find me at Melissa Hughes com as well wow that's wonderful you know i'm i'm hoping to see a lot more of you because i think your words of wisdom it's so needed right now and you're a breath of fresh air so i i can't thank you enough for taking the time and talking to me and all the listeners this is so wonderful i hope we see much much more of you well, Jules, I would love to visit here again. You are such a positive spirit, an amazing soul. And like I said, I'm thankful that you're here. I love what you're all about. And it would be an honor to be here again anytime. My answer would already be yes. Thank oh, you. good. Thank you. That's wonderful. And to all my wonderful listeners, have a great week. And don't forget to ask the universe for a sign. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. 
If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.